Hello and welcome to the Aaron Kendra Art Podcast. The goal with this podcast is to keep them short and sweet, keep the listeners engaged, and hopefully learn what you want to know from your favorite artists. The first episode is a little bit long because we covered so much in recapping the good and bad of CTN 2017. Today I'm talking to John Dewey, a designer and motion graphics animator currently living in LA. John Dewey is from Michigan. Him and I both went to the College for Creative Studies, where John and I majored in entertainment arts with a focus on animation. John was a prop designer on the puny entertainment show Danger and Eggs, as well as a motion graphics specialist for IBM. John also wanted to add that if he's not playing D&D, he's probably out doodling or hunting for the best ramen spots in LA. You can find John Dewey over on Instagram at... Mr. John Dewey, that's J-O-N, John, and you can find a link to John Dewey's professional work at behance.net slash John Art, J-O-N-D-E-W-A-R-T. So with this being our first episode and all, we were still figuring out how to do the audio bits, so please bear with us, they'll be better in the future, I promise. So with no further ado, here's the CTN 2017 wrap-up with my buddy John Dewey. Enjoy! Okay, so today I'm going to be talking to John Dewey, who is a designer and motion graphics artist based out of L.A. right now. Yeah. And we're going to be discussing the CTN animation convention that we both just went to. Oh, yeah. We sur- survived the whole weekend. <laughs> we didn't die. We were very tired, but it was a pretty darn good time. Yeah. No, I like it's one of those crazy things where you just sort of forget how like you would you think like oh ctn you're just doing a lot of talking to people you kind of like going through the things you don't you wouldn't think it would be like as tiring as you end up but oh man within like an hour of day one i had i think i lost my voice (laughs) no i definitely had a moment day one where i just went to my car and just sort of took like a 10 minute power nap of just sort of like just put the ac on just laid back and i was like not gonna move for a minute and like i really hope nobody sees me in here i just (laughs) need to take a small nap exactly it's like the alarm goes off and you're like all right, time to do this again. <laughs> back at it. All right, right, right back at it. Um, all right, so I wanted to talk to you about CTN and uh, like, what was your reason for going this year? Like, what were you looking to get out of CTN? Absolutely. So this is my gosh, it's my third year going to CTN. Uh, so uh, it, it's one thing. It's always nice just because it's kind of a reunion. Just like I get to see you, I get to see pretty much everyone who I know is working. But it, you know. You don't really get to see on a regular basis. Like CTN's a big, you know, at least for me, it's a big reason that everyone gets together and kind of reconnects. Uh, yeah, exactly. Second is I've been doing lots of at least professionally doing work. I was do a lot of uh, freelance stuff. So lots of it is, you know, talking to people, kind of seeing what's out there, uh, possibly getting the foot in the door. And my third reason is just getting lots of critique. Uh, kind of in the in the spot right now where I'm just sort of looking to kind of change my portfolios or see what needs to be added or taken out or like I don't know uh, I guess a good direction to head in is something for me uh, so I don't know I think by the end of the weekend I think it was super successful I'd kind of done everything I needed to do talked to everyone I wanted to talk to and I don't know left it feeling pretty great nice uh, did you end up doing all three days this year yeah I did all all three days Ooh, bold uh, move. Yeah, I uh, I left a little bit early Sunday just because I was just dead tired and kind of dragging my feet. So, oh um, yeah, 
was like, I'm going to go home and rest it up a little bit. No, I, I totally understand that. Um, yeah, I think the same kind of the same thing for me this year. I, uh, I decided to go down. I had been working on a handful of stuff for like the past, I don't know, six or eight months or so. I did like a mentorship and I had like a lot of work that I wanted to show that I hadn't put out there yet. And just like I did want like that last little bit of critique and to kind of, you know, get a feel of where professionals saw like my ability. Like, do I reach the quality bar that they're looking for? Yeah. Or it's like, you know, sometimes you get those little, uh, those little tidbits that sometimes people will throw out, like not even thinking about it. You just go like, oh, wait, this changes everything. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's like the the thing we all hope for is that we get a little bit of unbiased feedback like after we look at stuff for so long you can kind of miss like easy things that you're like oh man like why did i do that like, right and then thinking? when and then when somebody points to it and they're like, kind of explain this to me you kind of look at it and you're like i i don't have an answer <laughs> i have i have nothing i'm sorry for wasting your time <laughs> yeah it's like the answer is because i've been staring at it for 18 hours and forgot <laughs> yes um, but no, I think, uh, overall it was also a pretty good trip for me. We went, we kind of treated it as more of a vacation and like you said, a reunion too. It's been two years since I've been down there and I haven't gotten to see everybody. Um, but we also did treat it as a bit of a vacation from gray Seattle. So, oh yeah. Well, Hey, I mean, if you're going to be here, you got to do it right. Right. <laughs> you better believe it. Um, so I had another question. Uh, did you do any of the portfolio reviews this year? I did. Um, so CTN was, I mean, I think they did it a little bit last year, uh, and they kind of fixed it up since where you can actually sign online to kind of give pre-approved for portfolios. Yeah. Uh, so I had, uh, I had one at Disney, uh, that I actually was able to get through on that one. The other two, I kind of missed a deadline. So that that's on me. Uh, but the day one, uh, I just sort of made a beeline for the Nickelodeon booth cause they were the people I really wanted to talk to. Very cool. And, uh, Made it in, so that was great. And then actually Sunday, uh, <laughs> Sunday when everyone was sort of sleeping in or kind of brushing off party night, I was yeah, able to of kind course. of like, I ran into the person who had reviewed me and said like, hey, you know, I really appreciate the feedback. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more. And he kind of like looked around and he was like, just come over here. And we sort of had another like more in-depth talk. <laughs> Dude, that's really good. I think that's another good thing is that like if you can catch someone like in like their in-between moments, like you can right. really get an actual honest critique out of somebody. Yeah. Especially because some of these studio reviews, like they're, it's tough just because you have, I don't know, I don't know how many people go to CTN. Like, I don't know what the final numbers are, but it's a, it's an absurd amount of people. And so portfolio reviews, especially at big companies can't are like three minutes, five minutes tops. They're just sort yeah, of like flip just, through your stuff. They go, cool. Like it. Uh, keep doing that. All right. <laughs> Yeah, they're just churning through people. And like you, you are really only going to get so much of an honest critique that way, right? right. Like you're going to get like an initial impression, but like you're really going to miss something that could be very important and influence what you're going to be doing for the next couple of months, right? Exactly. No, like uh, I I don't know, at least for me, my, my big thing is, uh, you know, you, getting reviews from people and then, I don't know, kind of following up with them throughout the weekend, kind of saying like, hey, like you gave me a review, thanks a lot. And then lots of times, you know, once you have that kind of second connection with them, I guess, I don't know how you yeah. describe it, but like, then they're more kind of, they, one, they remember you, and two, when you ask for kind of like a follow-up, they're more apt to being like, yeah, sure, like, and then they sort of remember your stuff and go like, oh, yeah, you were this person, I wanted to tell you 
xyz thing that we didn't get a chance to yeah i think that that's a that's a really good call that like so the same thing happened to me as i i had um my mentorship with ty carter from blue sky this year Mm -hmm. and then on saturday somehow some way after the humongous line that wrapped around the (laughs) whole building i went in and there was nobody in front of his booth I'm like, right, and, how? And you just sort of make a beeline for it because you're like, there's got to be something I'm missing. But <laughs> yeah. And like, I didn't get to talk to him much like the day before. And then mm-hmm. afterward, uh, you know, on Saturday morning, I went up to him. He's like, dude, like, hurry up. Come over here. Like, I want to see what you've been working on. Right. And like you said, like that quick moment where like they're actually like not distracted with a million other people or with like trying to like sell themselves or their brand. Right, or exactly. You can finally like, oh. Like, quick, I got to sneak in and, like, steal all the information I can. <laughs> right. It's like, just, like, get in here. got to look at your stuff. Like, I really, like, it, it's one of those crazy things where, especially with people who are exhibiting, who have booths, like, they, like, especially if you kind of, you know, have a little bit of, a, like, a history with them. They, they definitely, like, want to talk to you and, like, want to, like, talk to you for, like, half an hour. But, you know, when there's people kind of filtering through the booths all the time, you don't want to. Like they're, they're kind of in a tough spot. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to bring up about the portfolio review thing yeah. is that, um, so this year I didn't sign up for any of those like mm-hmm. years in the past. You could just kind of like wait in line and then like they would review you. Yeah. But now they've kind of switched it up a little bit. Yeah. They're so it's, I'm trying to think of, so basically, yeah, they online, they do like a couple weeks before ctn they have like the pre-approval process for just sort yeah. of general reviews but the whole wait in line forever is the same like there's still people day of who like are in line to get their reviews and there's you know lines out the door and the kind of by like sorry I'll try that again no, you're good <laughs> <laughs> there no there are lines out the door and so your portfolio v- reviews are a little bit short it's kind of like a quick like hey this is what i'm working on like get some quick feedback and out yeah uh, so that i think just being the nature of ctn and the amount of people that show up is kind of always there <laughs> yeah like that was one piece of it like advice i kind of wanted to like stress to you know kids that are interested in going to ctn for the first time or anything is that the artists that work at the places you want to work probably have a booth. Mm-hmm. And if you go talk to them, we'll actually give you a critique that is probably more meaningful, more in-depth. And you're going to get face-to-face interaction with the people that you would work alongside, right? Oh, yeah. No, and to that point, uh, the person who had reviewed my stuff at Nickelodeon sort of said, like, towards the end of it, he's like, I want to talk to you more but you know, short on time, but here's my booth number. Just like, I'm going to yeah. be here all day. And so I kind of took that and just sort of like, I found a moment when he wasn't super busy and sort of said like, Hey, I really appreciate the feedback. Like I have the, you know, a couple follow-up questions or curious a little bit, a little bit more. And not only did I get a super great, like more in-depth critique from him, but he was like, uh, so for me, I do lots of characters and props. He was like, mm-hmm. I really like your character stuff. I'm not a props person, but my buddy, like two booths down, does. Nice. And so it's you kind of get that, like you know, the people who know each other all know like what everybody does, and so uh, you get some good opportunities that way that you wouldn't if you're just you know in line and do your quick review at at the you know the big Nick booth or the big wherever booth. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one other question I had about uh, talking to people in booths and stuff. Um, do you? 
like when you are going to approach somebody at a booth to mm-hmm. get a critique, um, are you, I don't know, I'm trying to find the right way to word this. Will you purchase something from them in order to like validate your like time and investment with that person? Um, so like, let's say you're like, you want to critique like, hey, can I buy like a postcard or a sticker or something? And then you're like, I, hey, like also, would you mind looking at my things? Um, I usually actually do it afterwards. Uh, like, you know, I'll kind of talk to them and then say like, oh, you know, I have some stuff and kind of, you know, have a ch- like you know, have a chat, get some feedback. And then usually yeah. sort of like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate your time. Like you've talked to me for like 20 minutes and then usually I get something just cause I think one, it's, it's nice. And like yeah. and two, usually if I'm, if I'm asking somebody for a critique, it's an artist that, you know, I love and respect and would like to support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's, I don't know. It's for them to show that like you appreciate their time. Not so much exactly. just like, Hey, here's my tchotchke. Like, yeah. thanks. But it, yeah, it's not one of those just like, oh, hey, I'm buying your thing. Please look at my stuff. It's, hey, no, I really appreciate your time. Like, I'd like to support you and buy yeah. your book or your postcard or whatever. Yeah, I think that that's a really big deal. Like, I did that for a handful of the people I talked to this year. Um, yeah. Pat, uh, Patrick O'Keefe from Sony Animation. Like, I've been a fan of that guy's stuff for years. And he, right. he like remembered me and knew me and he was super nice. And I was like, I would love to buy a print. Like, thank you for looking at my stuff and actually taking time to give me like a real critique. Like I right. it's super like, duper appreciated. Yeah. It's, it especially, it's kind of that, I don't know. Uh, maybe you can speak to this a little bit more. Cause you actually did have a booth at CTN. I did it, indeed. Was it two years ago, a year ago? Yes. 2015. And, yeah. And I, I mean, one thing it's like, you know, getting your name out and showing your stuff. And I think a, I, maybe you could explain this a little bit more but lots of it is you know like you have stuff to sell and i don't know it's one of those things where it's like critiquing somebody takes time where you could be talking to other people and so i think it's you know yeah i don't know super Um, super nice i mean like i was super receptive to everyone that came up and i am as you know like me personally i'm just like a relatively polite and nice oh absolutely yeah and i'm just like oh my god i'm also the most excited person to be here like i would love to look at whatever you have right. it's like you have a book it's like give it here i want to see you <laughs> yeah that's awesome um i think like you know i i loved doing it uh and if someone was nice enough to support what i was doing like i uh, super appreciated it and i did not expect it at all right um, and i think just like personally if i were to get a critique like i think it's just like a a nice gesture like if you value that person's opinion then you know maybe oh, value absolutely stuff too. yeah and then at least for me on a personal, like most of the time it's like m- most of the time through, you know, Instagram and stuff, you kind of know like what people have and you're like, oh man, I really want to get this book or this print or, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and so it, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, I would like to talk to them, but like, also I do really want this book. Yeah, <laughs> I just really want their stuff. Cause yeah. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> cause it's um, like, even if I didn't get a chance to talk to you, I'd probably be buying your book at some point. <laughs> 100%. Uh, one other good piece of, uh, advice that mm. I have, haven't gotten to do myself, but I've seen other people do and it's gone over super well is having uh leave behind things for the people you're talking to. Oh, absolutely. Like, so I mean, like, of course, you know, like a business card, you know, like everybody has a business card. Mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of people that I know have done like super tiny prints of their right. stuff. Or like a my uh, friend Chris did a lino cut like ink. Print. Oh, he actually gave me and, one of those. I actually have it hung up on my wall because I think it's the dude, coolest thing. <laughs> and it is super cool. And it's like handmade. You're like, whoa, like, thank, like, I'll remember this person. That exactly. Like, thing. 
Like somebody gave you like a piece of something that they worked on. Like that's wild. Like, yeah. Uh, another when I did my uh, booth two years ago at CTN, mm-hmm. um, an artist by the name of Benjamin Hale mm-hmm. had me review his portfolio, which was phenomenal, by the way. Nice. And I'm like, uh, why are you why are you asking me to look at this? <laughs> yeah. And then as a thank you, he's like, OK, like, thank you so much. Here is a hand inked drawing. Oh. A full eight and a half by 11 sketched <laughs> inked illustration. I probably would have just, just like, like, what? It's like, no, I was, like, I don't. It's, it's, it's where you feel like it's like, I can't accept this. Like, the, what is what? What? It's the other way around. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, uh, I was absolutely baffled. I'm like, this is insane. And I've remembered him ever since. Like, right. He like is awesome. And I instantly remembered him and like if he like he was looking for a job recently i'm just like oh like oh yeah that's the guy like i gotta like right it's like because like, yeah it's like you you kind of see somebody saying like oh hey you know like looking for work or whatever and you're like no i remember this dude i've got this awesome thing that he gave me like it's yeah it's wild no i know yeah, I think, uh my my oh, buddy no. my buddy melanie who you've met uh <laughs> did a small run of like enamel pins yeah uh, and so that was one of her things is like, she would be like, Hey, like, thanks for the feedback. Like I have a couple pins if you want one. And that's a good like, idea. W- one enamel pins are just really big. Like, yeah, especially right now. Yeah. Right now they're super big and like, they're super cool. Uh, and so people, you know, at least everyone she would show into was like, Oh yeah. Like this is awesome. Like she had one of like a French press and like a seagull and it was awesome. Yeah. So it was People always like little gifts. <laughs> so no, I, think I think that that's a really good, a really good piece for people to kind of think of moving forward. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to get into some nitty gritty questions All right. about CTN, the nuts and bolts ready for them. What people are here to listen to. Let's do it. All right. So John, mm-hmm. what is in your portfolio that All you right. are showing and how was it received? Sure. So this was actually a big thing for me kind of leading up to CTN uh, because I, at least a few weeks before, I kind of sat down and kind of went through all of my notes for my old portfolio uh, and then just like taking that and like helping it to shape my current one. Uh, so my my big passion is like story art, character design, and then recently props has been my big one. Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, it was a combination of like character designs uh so i'd have like like example i'd have like a character then like a turnaround of the character then like i would have a lineup of like who are these characters friends like little moments from like that world and then i would have a page of props uh just sort of like reinforcing like hey this is like what these people use kind of showing one showing what i can do as an artist but also kind of having a full kind of narrative go through like so when you when you so just having the portfolio flow a little bit yeah, definitely. Um, and as far as how is it, it was received, I would say pretty well uh, compared to like, you know, earlier years when I was not as prepared or didn't really know what to expect. Uh, so I definitely got a lot of really good feedback and a lot of really good critique. Uh, one of my biggest critiques was that I just needed to have two portfolios, like one for like only props and one for only characters, because lots of people are saying like, your stuff's really good. We love it. But like. It's just a, it's just a lot. So it's like, it'd be better if you just had two things. Uh, totally makes sense. Yeah. Cause one person was like, Hey, if you showed me these three pages, I would say you're a character person. If somebody showed me these three other pages, I would put you in props. So it's like, it's great. You can do both, but like, depending on who you're showing, maybe have two ready. <laughs> that is totally valid. Yeah. Um, so like, and like you and I had talked about this 
briefly before we started recording mm-hmm. um, that I don't know, like a lot of kids that go to CTN have this impression that like, oh, I'm a character designer. I'm going to get a job as a character designer. Yes. Uh, and that's I a think tough one. A lot of kids need to kind of be, I don't know, like they need to wake up a little bit. I would I would say be wary or just yeah, kind of or maybe, maybe have an understanding that design, especially character design in, you know, feature or in TV is a very... I don't know how would I even describe it. Like it's a, um, a highly competitive, very small market of people that do that job. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> like it doesn't, to... like it doesn't mean like you're not, you can't be good at this and still do it. It just means like the cards are definitely stacked against you a bit. Yeah, it is a tough. It is a tough competitive job, like you said. So, like, yeah. it's one of those things, like, if you want to do character design, that's great. But, like, also, like, I don't know. I don't want to say have something else, but I think that's an important thing to have. Like, hey, if you're doing characters, also have props or also have layout or also have storyboards. Like, something yeah. to set you aside from not just being a character person. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, with the stuff that I uh was showing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my absolute best to stray away from character design. I had two pages in there that demonstrated it in case I was ever asked for it. Right. But like, I mainly tailored things to be like, okay, this is like moment painting stuff. This is prop design stuff. Because Mm -hmm. if I, if me personally, if I'm going to squeeze into a studio as like the base level person, I'm not going to be doing huge story moment paintings. I'm going to be designing right. probably beer can labels and street <laughs> signs. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those like kind of acknowledging that, you know, if you're getting your foot in the door in the industry, like you're not, well, I, I won't say never say never, but statistically you will be starting kind of at a lower position where you, you may not be like the head character person. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think it is, valuable for people to understand that sooner Mm -hmm. and maybe make a decision like okay well if i do like doing characters but like if i think i can squeeze in maybe designing props or doing background painting like maybe that's how i get in and like that's how i can survive yeah it's like if you if you could do lay like if if you do characters and that's your passion that's awesome and like don't stop doing that by any means but like Mm -hmm. also like you know if you also have a flair for layout or storyboarding or I don't know any any of the other facets of like any sort of pipeline like that's also very valuable and it's something that you can kind of have as a as like a card in your pocket for it's like oh hey we're not looking for a character person but we can do where we're looking for layout or story or anything else you can be oh well also I have you know I have work that shows that off as well and you know yeah definitely working your way Um, from there so we even have a point of a reference for this. So our mm. friend Kyle Bowman, who was a 3D modeler and right. stuff through and through, did it all through school. He also was a very talented illustrator. Oh, super but just talented guy. Didn't put as much effort or emphasis on that aspect of his, you know, repertoire. Right. Um, and after years of doing some 3D work, some, you know, like stuff here and there, he eventually just made a props portfolio and was hired at Titmouse. Yeah, it was like it blew my mind because I at the time didn't know he was working on it. Like I'd known him as Kyle the 3D person. 
Uh, but then seeing, you know, it kind of took a step back and said, like, you know, I've been doing this. I'm going to try my hand at this. And then lo and behold, that's where he got his that's where he got his job, which is awesome. Yeah. I, like, I think, like, it is just another testament that, like, if you want to break in, maybe look at what all of the jobs like in a production pipeline entail. See right. what they might be lacking. See <laughs> what hole you can fill in a production. Yeah. Like, don't count anything out saying that like this is not the thing i can do like if you like if you think you can learn something and like spending the time to be you know fill a spot that you don't see filled at a company it's it's worth checking out yeah um all right i think i have a couple other things to ask in general um people looking to get into large studios Mm -hmm. and if that is an actual thing that they can do. Let's let me think how to phrase it. Um, I mean, it's not impossible. It's very difficult. Yes. Um, especially because I don't know how these big studios are run. There's, you know, they're. Uh, I mean, it's like each production has like different ramp up times and has different right. like production schedules and like it's certainly hard to get in there and like i think a lot of people underestimate the job market in much smaller studios and oh no there's definitely value in that uh kind of to what you were saying like i at least lots of the work that i found has been in smaller studios on shorter gigs and it's granted i mean it, it may not be like the like the dream job that you're aiming for but mm-hmm. it's you get one you get Lots of work per, for your portfolio. You get, True. you know, on the job experience. You get to learn how pipeline works. Uh, you, I mean, at least for me, a big one was like learning to work with other people or like, because sometimes, you know, when you're working on a huge project, you kind of early, let me try that again. When you like, you're working at home, you kind of forget like, oh yeah, this is a studio of other people I get to work with and like collaborate yeah. with. And at least for me, I I love the studio environment for that reason. Like being able to like while you're working on something, being able to kind of call someone over and say like, "Hey, take a look at this real quick." Versus when you're at home, kind of going like, "Well, I hope this works." Yeah, hope this <laughs> hope this doesn't suck. Right. No, I know exactly how you feel. Um, so like a, a handful of months ago, a student from Otis had messaged me for some feedback, mm-hmm. and uh, I was told by her teacher like, "Hey, can you talk to her about?" some other job opportunities that aren't Disney or DreamWorks or something. Right. That's a- I'm like, sure. Like totally. Because I think a lot of, you know, students that are in kind of like the animation mindset of like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to work in TV or film animation stuff. Um, forget that there's other markets for like motion graphics or video. Oh, games. Yes. Like, I think people underestimate like knowing Premiere and After Effects is a skill that a lot of people who exclusively do illustration design don't have or maybe don't have as much as somebody else. So like, yeah, I I, there's been so many times I've gotten called in for interviews because I it's like, oh, granted, I can do design and stuff, but I also know After Effects and I know how to like do some editing and, you know, having just having that little bit of extra edge on something is always good yeah i think having like you know i've i've had these after effects a handful more times in my jobs like setting than i ever thought i would for a concept artist illustrator person (laughs) um but yeah like for job opportunity stuff like there are 
mobile games. Like mm-hmm. there are a million mobile game studios and they make a ton of money. Oh yeah, it's wild. Like people should not underestimate that market. Like it is the job I have that pays my bills. Mm-hmm. And people are like, "Oh, mobile games that can't pay a lot." But all these mobile game studios are owned by like the largest producers. Exactly. Like, like- <laughs> Yeah, so don't be afraid to branch out from only thinking that you can do TV animation or something along those lines. There's a lot of other opportunities that can definitely be fulfilling for your career. Yeah. And I, I think part of that is like, at least I can only really speak to like us going to school. Like they were, they were very big on pushing big studios. Yeah. Um, and you know, the smaller ones would either not really get brought up or like, it, it was never a perspective that I was ever really like taught is really not the word, but like it, it was not really the lens to look at things. It was like, Oh, just keep going for the big jobs. Which yeah. is which is great and something you know I keep doing, but like I I find that I find the most work in you know freelance stuff or smaller studios, and it's all super rewarding work. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think if people are able to kind of I don't know view it as like a stepping stone, right. it is totally okay. Like I know a handful of people that started out in smaller companies and now work for bigger ones. My friend. Mike worked at PopCap, the place I work Mm -hmm. er, right now, and he moved on to Warner Brothers to be a background painter. My friend Vince worked at Disney Interactive and now is works on DuckTales. Right. It's like, like, don't be afraid to start somewhere and use that time to hone your talents and still be successful. Like your goal after graduating is basically survival. Yeah. (laughs) And like. You have to realize that, like, if you don't have that job that is Disney or DreamWorks or whatever, it's okay. You are still surviving and you're going to get better as you go. And then once your skills are up to whatever the quality bar that studio is, you'll be fine. Yeah, no, I definitely had that. Like, I guess the big thing is, like, it's not a race. (laughs) No, it is not. Because I I think when I graduated, I definitely had that mentality of like, oh, I got to get that big job and I got to get it now. And then like three, you know, three months out of college, not having that, it just sort of like at least mentally sort of killed me. And then having that moment of just like taking a step back and being like, there's work for me. And like, even if it's not the thing that I aspire to do, it's still work. And it's still like, like, I've learned more at my, you know, first couple jobs than I've done anywhere else. Like you do so much like learning and realizing like how things actually work versus how you maybe like think like taught things work. Yeah. And it's I think it, it makes a vast amount of difference when you actually do start applying to the bigger jobs kind of saying like, hey, look, I've worked at these five, six companies doing these various aspects of production. Uh, and it definitely gives you more of a stepping stone than the than the people who just kind of go straight for the big big job without maybe having that experience. Yeah, I think it's a super valuable thing to tell people that your goal is to just keep growing. It's not to jump to the finish line, right? That you just have to learn and try your best to keep afloat mm-hmm. for a bit. Um, so, do you have any last advice, like? that you give people for CTN or that like you think would be helpful for people considering Um, going. Yeah, I do. I have to like figure out what order to put them in, but (laughs) uh, one of the big ones, I I, this is less on 
actual like having work and stuff, but like Airbnb. Because <laughs> oh man, yeah. So I guess for people who haven't gone, CTN is in this big hotel, and one those rooms fill up quick, and they're kind of pricey. That is uh, correct. So for somebody who's maybe in school or out of school <laughs> who wants to go, like check out like check out any of those kinds of services it sounds like a plug for airbnb now but yeah yeah (laughs) by the way we are not sponsored by airbnb right ding (laughs) yeah (laughs) um what uh the other one is like reach out to people you know that are also going kind of ahead of time like it's that can be an invaluable like part of it just saying like hey if there's an artist you admire like kind of saying like hey looking forward to seeing you like i'll also be there uh that is a huge thing i 100 percent suggest that yeah, I, I I had that moment myself where uh, so I worked on this Amazon show Danger and Eggs for a brief time. Uh, and I didn't actually get to meet the the director, the creator of the show while I was there. Uh, but we followed each other on Instagram and we both knew we were going to be at CTN. So we kind of had that moment of like, well, hopefully we'll bump into each other. And then luckily Sunday we did. We both we both were just sort of like in the lounge area exhausted. And I was like, oh, hey, there you are. Hey. <laughs> we made it work uh and so so i guess yeah like you know reaching out to people having like i guess like having your stuff prepared and being very open and ready for critique um because you like ctn is a big one and if you ask somebody for critique you kind of have to be ready for it uh yeah which which is not to say that people are mean or malicious about it but like people will give you critique based on like what you have and what they see so uh for me, one of my big things is write things down. Uh, I've seen so many people and I've heard people who have given critiques, like for the bigger studios, saying like, it can be so frustrating when you're giving somebody very specific critique on a project that they have, mm-hmm. and then them just kind of go like, okay, cool, and then leave. Because mm. then they, at least, uh, our buddy, our friend Kate, who... Uh, I think it was a year ago was doing reviews at Nickelodeon's kind of said like, yep. it was incredibly like frustrating to kind of like, you know, take some time and give somebody like real feedback that would help them and then kind of have them leave and not knowing how much of that they would remember. Uh, yeah. I think that is a great piece of advice. Yeah. Cause that was, that was one for me. It was just like writing down everything. Like even if you think it's something, you know, or it's something that you've like, like heard 800 times it's important to write it down because then when you look back it's like oh the consistency like maybe i need to do more turnarounds on my props or maybe i need to use like more i don't know what whatever it may be uh kind of having that's something i noticed during my kind of post ctn was looking at my notes saying like oh i'm consistently getting this feedback so for me it's like okay cool next like now i know what to change, what to revise, like where to go from. Yeah. Um, I think dude, that is a super good idea. I honestly wish I would have probably followed that myself. Like mm-hmm. I have a relatively decent memory, but there are very specific things that like, if I go through all the work that I showed, I'll like remember like, Oh yeah. So-and-so pointed this thing out about this. Yeah. It's like, there was something about this page and it's like, mm, what was it? <laughs> well, come on brain, do your thing. Yeah. It's I like it. Writing things down for me is just because I know I don't have a great memory or it's like I'll re- I'll remember kind of like why things like, oh, you should have more more props, more characters, whatever. But like yeah. little nitty gritties of like, oh, you have a I don't know, small line tangent here or maybe you should do like the, maybe instead of looking like this, it should look a different way. Uh, 
that was all stuff that was super valuable. Um, I know during a critique, a guy was like, do you need me to slow down? And I was like, no, like keep talking. Like I'm jotting things down just feverishly. It's like, it looks like I'm not paying attention, but I'm just trying to get all of this. <laughs> I promise this really matters to me. I didn't just black out. Everything is fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, but, um, I do think that you made a super good point about the Airbnb thing. I wish that it was a thing when we were in school because I really could have great. used the savings of money. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so with us flying down from Seattle there well, like a couple weeks ago or a week ago, I guess now um, mm-hmm. it was we were five minutes away from the convention center. Mm-hmm. It cost us it was a little under $100 a day and we had four people in there with ample space of, to sleep. Right, and that's like just as fine as the people who you know paid upwards of a couple hundred bucks for a room for the weekend. And yeah, ugh. I think that that is absolutely the way to go. Like a hundred percent. We ended up renting a car, which we needed because we were doing other things that weren't just CTN. Right. But you, I think it was like a six dollar Lyft or Uber to the convention center, which if you do that once or twice. Or so, it's yeah, not like that once or twice a day, deal. like three times a day, like that's that's not crazy, and especially with like you know your coupon codes or whatever between, you get. Yeah, that and like splitting it between four people or something, it was like two dollars per person per trip. Right, it's you know, it's you know, so easy to swing that. Like, yeah, I don't think that that is a big a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of any additional advice that I had for people. Uh, I think <laughs> I have one that's maybe more suited to me, but throwing myself under the bus. Don't des- don't print and design your business cards in a panic before CTN. Have that planned out ahead of time because I yes, think I've shown take your you- sweet sweet time. <laughs> I have. I think I've shown you where kind of in a panic days realizing I did not have enough business cards for CTN and doing just like a quick print and send it like through i don't know wherever and sent it to myself and realized i had a typo on mine (laughs) so also not to throw you under the bus i believe i told that story to somebody recently pre-ctn and they're just like oh no (laughs) no like if i can be the cautionary tale for that like that's perfect because like there's nothing worse than having your professional website spelled wrong when you hand it to somebody. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a, and, that's a sweet burn. Yeah, and it's like, and luckily, like, you and a couple other people caught it before I was actually handing it out to, like, somebody who I may have a potential job with. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it was, it was not my starring moment, but you learned, definitely learned from it. <laughs> yeah, that is a super good idea uh some things that i experienced that were a little rough on my side uh have all of your ctn stuff done at least a week in advance (laughs) i ended up working until 4 a.m the night before we left on a 6 a.m flight um (laughs) do everything onto an ipad it ended up working out fine but i was basically a zombie the whole first day i was in la yeah it's and especially like with electronic stuff like ipads and stuff like just have like make sure everything's charged and ready. Like, you know, you yes. don't want to have that moment where you're ready to show something and just it doesn't Ooh. work because <laughs> that happened to me. <laughs> I had all of my work ready. It had worked the entire day before it was in like a Dropbox folder. Everything was downloaded locally onto my iPad and everything was fine. And the next day, for some reason, it's like, oh, unable to load folder as I'm about to show my mentor. I'm like, <laughs> ah, everything 
sucks. And you're like, and my my stomach nodded up and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> uh, so I believe me, you and Melanie went to Starbucks and then like I redownloaded everything and I'm like, OK, I think we're good, guys. And she's like, did you test it on airplane mode to make sure that it works? I'm just like, it's like oh, that would do it. <laughs> Boy, yep, I will do that. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah, get test per- it, test it again, test it a third time, and then if you think it's good, have someone else test it and make sure exactly. everything works in the exact order you want, <laughs> and there's no other way it can be interpreted. If you can hand your iPad to your grandma and she can pull up your work, you're probably good. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, no, that that's... was a really uh, rough. I don't know, a couple of minutes there for me. I. I seriously just wanted to crawl into a hole and <laughs> no, die. that's uh, at least for me. That was why I opted to just print mine like just at the Kinko's and just was yep. like, all right, just like get this out just because I am the, like a prior CTN. I had had that moment of just like the weekend of tech trouble. <laughs> and so like, you know, have make sure that you're, I don't know, make sure you're prepared for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think that that is a, a really big thing just really do your job to make sure that everything is together and well planned and have someone else run through it too don't just think that you didn't catch or that you caught everything because odds are you didn't mm-hmm. um yeah i had sarah read over it my girlfriend a handful of times i had my friend chris look over it um also when you're designing your business cards to <laughs> hand out to people because you're handing out probably a hundred over the course of a weekend have somebody that is a graphic designer or something look at it (laughs) because as people that only draw characters or props or whatever we're not exactly the most savvy uh, like graphic designers on the planet oh exactly no it never hurts to have somebody who with that skill set take a look at it because you never know i know with like old versions of mine i would show it to like this is what i'm thinking and they'd be like no, never do that. <laughs> uh, please don't. <laughs> yeah, I sent off uh, the back of my business card to my friend Chris, who's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, everything looks great, except for this letter, this letter, this letter, and this one. The kerning's wrong here. The indent's wrong. I'm just like, oh, thank you, you sweet, <laughs> sweet, beautiful man. Like, you've just saved me all of the headache. And I looked oh, at yeah. him like, yeah, all those things are wrong. Yeah, and then once you know, once it's fixed, you're like, wow, I've got a better, a better card for it. Like, yes, it was a wonderful thing to have somebody check over it because if you're handing out so many, please just look like a professional. Take the extra step to have someone else look at it too. Yeah, like you, you you'd be surprised what you miss just sort of in the whole prep phase of just sort of like getting everything together. Like sometimes easy things can slip through the, slip through the cracks. And yeah. And it's better uh, somebody else catch them. Yes. And when <laughs> ordering your business cards, you know, please use FedEx or Moo or something. Absolutely. I did receive one business card from someone that I believe was cut out by hand and it was intended to have rounded corners, which if you know, trying to do that with scissors, maybe not the best doesn't thing. Doesn't always work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a little wacky and kind of like off. Like it's not parallel. It's kind of like a weird like rhombus card. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hmm, okay uh-huh like, sure mm-hmm. or on, on the flip side and like i've seen people say like hey do you have a business card and someone goes sure and then writes their email on a piece of paper and just sort of tears it out like yep that has <laughs> happened to me as well 
and it's that's it's just a rough p- place to be in because it's like all right now where do i put this that i won't lose it <laughs> yeah that you're like ooh, our professional relationship is already off to a rocky start yeah or it's like having somebody else read your handwriting as you hand it off it's like mm, all right <laughs> okay all right all right I, so oh, oh sorry say my I, I think my final well final what a i don't know final thought i don't know uh <laughs> Is just like be nice to everybody. Uh, oh, number one, always be nice. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't lead with this, but like this is a convention full of professionals that are all you know, all doing what you want to do. Like it never hurts to have somebody in your corner, even if it's just like the dude you bumped into at the bar or like the person that you just sort of made small talk with at Starbucks. Like just those, be the nicest person. Yeah, like you'll have moments where you know you're looking for work or something and then you'll see kind of a company hiring and then you'll find out that somebody you know works there and you have a great like spot to start and saying like hey what does this place look like what are they looking for can you help out like like don't i don't know don't burn a bridge if you don't have to (laughs) i think that that is a a wonder i that is whenever i'm asked to interview for like school stuff Mm -hmm. like for our college they're like, oh, like, what advice would you give to students? My number one thing is be nice. Yeah. It's like a collection of like 500 people that do this very specific job in the whole <laughs> world. You're going to work with those people again or they're going to try and get you a job or vice versa. Just be nice. Yeah. You like you don't want to you you don't want to get an e- like you don't want to email the person that you were maybe a little bit mean to and say, could you help me get a job? Because it will most likely kind of end with. Nah. Bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've I've been part of like the hiring process at studios and I've seen it where they're like, oh, wait, that's that's so and so like, oh, yeah, don't hire them. They suck to sit around for eight hours a day. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that was really quick. Right. Like, it, it's, All right. It, bye. Yeah, it's and one that's like, you know, p- the people you go to school with. Yeah. Like you're saying, like, are the people you will probably eventually work with. So if you're not somebody that they want to be around regardless of how good your work is. It's, it just makes it that much harder to find your job. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely does not make your, your life any easier if you're a real jerk face. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay, Dewey. So I'm going to go over some bullet points and see if we can sum them up in a quick, like, uh, I don't know. Soundbite. I don't know. (laughs) Round up. (laughs) Yeehaw. (laughs) Bang, bang. Round up. Pew. Okay, so do you suggest portfolio reviews for people going to CTN? Absolutely. Uh, anybody will look at your work. Uh, take that opportunity, learn from it, take notes. <laughs> I also agree. I think I lean more toward the get portfolio reviews from people at booths as opposed to the people at the big studio. Yeah. Like shindigs. Oh, but no matter what, get your stuff looked at, get the feedback that you need. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to do it. <laughs> That's yes, a big think, one. Yeah, definitely. Um, also... Next one, what is in your portfolio? What's in my portfolio? Right now, it's a lot of characters, props. Uh, primarily characters and props is what I'm uh, kind of passionate for, what I'm going for. Uh, I also have a reel of motion graphics work. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's in mine right now. Nice. I think <laughs> uh, having a very specific thing like, I am this and this. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no other room for interpretation. <laughs> you can fill that need in a studio setting or a production pipeline. And they'll remember you for those things. And it, it never hurts because you, 
I, I've had that moment. I think my first year at CTN, someone said, what do you do? And I went, uh, and they went, nope, you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just bum, 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 bum. <laughs> All right. Next. Um, looking for work in smaller studios. Yes. Like you're darn skippy. Yes, absolutely. Get your sea legs, get some experience on your feet, work your way up to the jobs that you want. Mm-hmm. And is there any last thing you'd like to say for people considering going to CTN? Um, it's a great experience. Uh, do it. <laughs> uh, I think we kind of went through everything, but yeah, it's, it's definitely worth doing. Uh, if you can get a group of friends or people that you work with and go and just sort of like help each other out, get critiqued, like possibly get like ins and ins and studios feedback. Like it's, it's a very valuable tool. Yeah, I would also agree. Uh, go there, make some friends, and keep up with those friends. Like, Definitely. make sure that you are a contact that they remember. <laughs> and every time that you're back down there, make sure that you keep that relationship strong. Um, you never know when you're going to need some help or they're going to need some help. And it will definitely make your life a lot easier down the road. Absolutely. Like, even even something as easy as just, like, having their Twitter handle, having their Instagram, like those little things kind of keep, keep things familiar and keep things friendly. Yeah. They make, they remind you that they're a human and that you're a human (laughs) and that you can talk to each other. Definitely. Now it is a, it is a wonderful place. Like I know that there's like a little bit of strife over the price and whatnot. Like, yeah, it is. I mean, this year I think it was a little bit better. I've yeah, like, I heard that like the price got dropped down a little bit, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. I still think it's worth it just to go oh, absolutely. meet some new people. Hang especially out, especially if it's a first time getting out there, like I'm in school, starting to graduate, looking for work, seeing what's out there. Like this is the place to do it. Or like, if not this, there are other like I can I can speak for like designer con, which is a big one uh, convention. I think it's, it's the weekend before CTN yeah. currently with uh mostly design people and that's another great opportunity like look just like if if not ctn find like a social outlet for the art people <laughs> and do that like uh i can i don't know about seattle but i know la there are constantly places to do figure drawing or constantly like little workshops and it's one of those things that like a couple hours on your thursday night it's definitely worth like spending some time there and meeting people I completely agree, man. <laughs> All right. So I think that that will probably do it for the CTN roundup with yeah. John Dewey. Thanks for hanging out and talking yeah, about it was, stuff. It was fun to do this. Uh, yeah, it was great. Sweet. Yeah. So I think uh, that should do it. You know, feel free to stop back and uh, see what other things we're going to be throwing on here. Talking about animation and art and interviews with other illustrators and animators and whatever else. <laughs> Whoever else wants to talk. Everything under the sun. (laughs) All things arts. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for stopping by, and thanks for listening. Yeah, have a good one, everybody.